Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide Podcast, Episode 1. Hello. Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide Podcast with your host, Jen Hardy. Jen is an author, wife, mom of seven, and collector of eclectic diseases. Jen believes that if moms with health issues can join together to lift the veil of shame and ditch the guilt, then as a community, we will make each other stronger. I am so happy to have you here for the first episode of The Sick Mom's Guide, and I want to start off by saying my why. That's a big buzzword right now, and I think it's really important to say why we're doing The Sick Mom's Guide podcast, and the main reason is that you are not alone. Millions of moms with chronic pain, chronic illness, anxiety, and depression struggle in the United States alone. There's millions more of us across the world, and we all have the same struggles. And for most of us, it's like a dirty little secret. You can't tell anybody that you can't do it all because we've got this image of super mom in our head, right? And she can get everything done. And we aren't allowed to show weakness. And when I was, I was raised that I couldn't show weakness at all. I had to be perfectly strong and be able to be perfectly everything. And I've come to a point in my life where I'm ready to admit that I do have some weaknesses and I cannot get it all done. Not only that, but I think that it is actually affecting the health of women for us to hold ourselves up to the standard of perfection. And so my goal with this podcast is to educate people, enlighten people that you don't have to be the image that you were raised with of perfect. Whoever you are, wherever you are right now is great. It's fabulous. And you are exactly who you meant to be. And you're exactly who your children are meant to have as a mom. And you're the woman that you're made to be. So I encourage you to join me on this journey. And you can know what it's like for other women going through similar circumstances. This is a real podcast with minimal editing, meaning basically what you see is what you get. And unless there's some really loud noises in the background or something, it is going to be basically unedited. So there may be the occasional mistake, and I hope you can bear with me during that. But I just want everything to be real and for you to hear everything as it happens. So I appreciate your patience in that. And for a little bit about me, here's some things about my life. I'm married to an amazing veteran who is a disabled veteran, and that brings on struggles of its own that we'll talk about in another podcast. I am the mother of seven kids. I've got six biological children and an amazing stepdaughter. And as of the beginning of 2018, I have a son who's six, a daughter who's eight, a son who's 19, a daughter who's 20 a son who's 21, a daughter who's 24, and a daughter who's 28. The oldest two are married. That's a lot of people. Um, My youngest two have got some concerns that need special attention. And they're the ones home with me right now. My oldest are all in college or graduated from college and doing their grown up adult thing. Um, But I've got kids who need me here and they need me to be okay and they need me to live. And uh, my body is deciding what in the world it's going to do. So um, I have a bunch of different little things like asthma and arthritis and this TMJ syndrome and um, 
neuropathy and a few other little things. And then the big thing, though, the big thing that I struggle with, and by the way, if you're struggling with those other things in a big way, I'm not taking any of that away from you at all. Because each one of those things can be a big thing on its own. But for me, my big thing is that my muscles are atrophying. We don't know why. We think it's some rare form of muscular dystrophy. I've done dozens of genetic tests and we can't figure it out. So um, the frustrating thing for me is that a lot of doctors just think that I'm lazy, something that I've dealt with for the last couple of decades, which is part of the reason I started this podcast, because we're not lazy. Um, I am definitely not lazy. I know a lot of other women who have chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or they're going through treatment for something and they are made to feel like they're not putting in the effort and they're not doing their job and they just want to sit back and eat bonbons. And that is definitely not the case. For most of us, we want to do our part and our bodies don't want to help us. And that is why I'm here. Because I want to not only encourage you to find the support of other women who are going through the same thing, But I want us to band together and I want us to become a loud voice so that we can get help. Women don't seem to get all the help that men get because we are seen as more emotional and overly complaining a lot of the time. Um, If you have got a doctor that listens to you, I think that's so fabulous. I do have one, my family practice doc. He is amazing. But there are a lot of doctors that... um, just don't believe us because we're girls, I guess, or even men who are experiencing pain a lot of times uh, just kind of get blown off like you just need to suck it up. And um, the whole pain medication thing that's happening in the US right now is a big thing that I will discuss another day. But um, I am not pleased with what's happening here. And as I see people that are really, really suffering who don't need to be suffering in the year 2018. Um, But anyway, this disease that I've got, it is selectively choosing muscles to destroy. And um, I kind of picture it like a video game in my head because it just makes it easier. Um, Like there's this bad guy in there and he's going through and like chopping down forests kind of. And um, so like if you were to take, say, the muscles in my thigh, right, then one would be there totally. And the next one would be completely gone. And then the one next to that one might be halfway there. And the next to that one might be all the way gone. Okay, kind of a long story, but it kind of explains. So that's happening all over my body. So I'm in bed uh, 18 to 20 hours a day on a good day. I can be in bed a lot more on a bad day, like only to go into the bathroom, um, which I'm thankful that I get to get up and do that on my bad days, I'll tell you. So, um, but anyway... Uh, some of the doctors that I see say, well, you know, if I sat around for 20 hours a day, I would atrophy too, which is absolutely correct. Anybody who sits around all day is going to have muscular atrophy. But my pattern of it isn't showing that also when I'm laying down, like I'm moving and I'm doing things and I'm constantly changing position. I have physical therapy and occupational therapy at home to help me do that. So that I don't just completely waste away. Um, But that's what we're doing. So I've done a bunch of tests, I'm working on doing more tests and figuring this out. But while I do, and I can't get up and go to a job and uh, do a lot of things, go back to school like I might like to do, I can become a voice for moms who are struggling and women who are struggling. Because I feel like we're very underrepresented. I think moms with chronic illness aren't really represented at all. Um, For the most part, there's a couple bloggers I've found in the last few months. 
that are talking about it. But we need to stand up and we need to be heard and there needs to be some support for us. I've got a friend, Victoria Lewin, over in the UK, and she writes about carers. They, she's got some books about carers. One of them's called Caitlin's Wish. And um, in the United States, nobody knows what carers are. So here is a, a young carer is a child who takes care of a family member um, because medically they're having medical problems that they need care for at home. For instance, when my daughter gets up and gets us all breakfast, even though she's eight, um, and brings me the things I need in bed because I can't get up to get them sometimes, she's a carer. Um, in the UK, they are recognized as being carers. There's also issues with bullying and other things, which are what Victoria is addressing. Um, but by the government, they're recognized here, they're not at all. And I, I want to raise some awareness about that. There are millions of children helping their parents who cannot care for themselves completely. And they need some care as well. Um, and there's a lot of parents who have young carers in their home, who have guilt literally eating them away. So not only are you not feeling well, but now you're feeling really guilty. Because you know, you don't want your little boy or little girl to have to go do this. You don't want your teenager to miss out on going somewhere because you can't take them or, um, you know, eating all the foods that you know, you should be eating, because honestly, the quicker ones, when you're having a bad day are easier, right? And that is tearing a lot of us up with guilt, which is leading to mental health problems like depression and anxiety, which in turn worsen our physical problems. And there you can see the cycle. So we need to stop trying to be perfect. Um, and we need to be realistic about what we can do. So I would like to talk for a minute about this perfection thing that we've got going on called Supermom. Um, I think you've heard of her. Supermom can give 100% to her job and her to her kids and to her significant other and self care and take trips on the weekend and make perfect food all the time that's organic and healthy and lovely and clean. And she does not exist. Um, if you are her, well, you're the one in a billion who can actually do all that. But everybody really only has 100% to give. You can't give 100% to everything. So this super mom thing has just got to get thrown out the window and we need to put real mom in her place. So we need to come with come up with real mom and real mom is doing the best that she can and she is loving everybody around her, committed to doing the best she can and then giving herself the grace when she falls short because honestly, sometimes we're going to fall short and we need to not let this guilt eat us up. So as a mom struggling or as a woman struggling with health issues, no matter what they are or whatever it is going on with your body, you know, try to have less guilt. We just all need to try to have less guilt because I'm working on it. But I'll tell you what, that guilt just comes up and um, wants to swallow me up. But I'm really, really working at it. And uh, so real mom, she's a thing. We are creating her. We're going to make her happen. And moms with chronic illness and moms without chronic illness, we all need to have a more realistic standard for who we're going to be. Um, but when the things start overwhelming you and when they get too deep and you feel super down, well, number one, if you're too, too down, please get some help because because your family needs you and the world needs you and you are an important person no matter what you're going through, no matter what your body or your mind are doing. 
Um, and you can get through this. You really can. I just want to throw that out there. So if it's bad, you know, um, reach out. But if you're just really frustrated and you just have had it with everything around you and you're just feeling sad and tired and fed up and you just don't know how you're going to handle all these picky little things that have just added up to be this huge weight on your shoulders, I encourage you to do this thing called a 10-minute pity party, which may sound really stupid and ridiculous, but I'm telling you what, it really works for me. So what you do, I, I came up with this. I had a boss at an old job and she was always whining and complaining and whining and complaining. And that was turned into my job was therapist and sitting and listening to this, which was really stressing me out because I was at that point a single mom with four kids and um, had enough of my own stress. So I started setting a timer and telling her, okay, you know what, you can have 10 minutes, you can have 10 minutes, and you can whine and cry and, and just pitch a fit. But when that 10 minutes is up, we're going to come up with a solution and we're going to move on with our day. And it really helped her. And we got to the point where it was 10 minutes a day, that was it. Um, and then she got to a point where it wasn't even 10 minutes every day. So I encourage you to do that. Set a timer, you know, you got a phone or your clock or whatever, set your timer and say, okay, for 10 minutes, if you can be alone and do it, it's great. Like you can go in the bathroom and turn the fan on if other people are there and let yourself whine, like whatever you have to get out. You know, if it's, is it is it that friend that's doing crazy things? Is it your doctor driving you crazy? Is it that your body just won't do what you want it to do? Um you know, I, I hate to cook. I really hate it. I fight it every day, but yet I have to cook. So, you know, I need to get over it. And sometimes I just need to whine about it for a minute. And then I just plan my meals for the next month. And then I can just set it on autopilot. But you know, there's just some things that bother you. So set your timer, do your thing 10 minutes. If people are around and you feel like you sound crazy, whining, crying, talking about things out loud, get a piece of paper, set your timer, write it all out, just get it out all out of your head spew it all out. When the timer beeps, burn the paper, rip up the paper, flush the paper. I know that's not really good. Don't really do that. Um, But get rid of the paper so nobody else reads it and knows what you're doing or hand it to your spouse so that they know or your significant other so they know what you're dealing with. Um, And then, you know, burn it, whatever. Um, But get it out. And then right after that, come up with a solution for your biggest problem and move on with your day. And it may sound stupid, but it's really helpful. Um, Because honestly, we have got a lot going on. We have got so much crap going on in our lives. And if you let all those little tiny things peck at you all day long, you're not going to be able to focus on the big picture and you're not going to get healthy. Because, um, you know, the more you worry, you get depressed and you get anxious, then that actually feeds your health issues and makes them worse. And then you feel more depressed and anxious because you're more guilty and you can do less. And then it makes your health issues worse. You see, this is a cycle and it's a cycle that we go through, I think a lot more as women because we think about all the little detail things all the time and we just need to chill a little bit and let it go and um, focus on ourselves a little bit and how we can make our own thing better so that we can take care of everybody better. So, in synopsis, why? Why are we here? We are here to be a team. We're a team. You're not alone anymore. There's millions of us out there. There's a support group right now. It's on Facebook called Chronically Positive Moms, hoping to move it off of there for privacy reasons later. Um, but it's a group of moms. It is is not a group of moms who are like, oh, we're positive all the time. It is not a fake positive group. This is a group of women with something chronic going on that is 
they're dealing with. It's difficult, you know, and they've got some of them have kids, some of them don't have kids, even though it's called chronically positive moms, you don't have to be a mom, you just have to be somebody who's not going to tear other people down. So we go in there, you know, or find your own group, you know, find another group, but find somewhere you can go where people can give you positive input and positive feedback. And if you're struggling with a certain thing, like, you know, I know I need to eat healthier, I know I need to feed my family healthier, but I don't have time to do all this stuff. What can I do? You know, find a place where you can go and get those answers quickly. You know, or what do you do with your kids all weekend when you're having a really bad weekend and you need to lay around and, you know, TV is not a monster, but you know, you'd like to not have them on it 24 hours a day. What can you do? Well, ask somebody. Um, you know, find a place you can ask or find a friend who also is struggling. And this is where sharing what's really going on with us is coming in. Um, because if everybody thinks we're super mom, and everybody thinks we're perfect, nobody's going to want to come to us and let us know, hey, you know, I'm struggling with this health thing. I'm really tired. Um, can you help me? You know, I that is the last thing that we all want to say. Um, we're always afraid of how somebody's going to judge us when they hear it. But if you're in a group of people where you already know they're all going through the same struggles, it's a lot easier to ask for help. Like I've got a neighbor, she also doesn't feel great some days. Um, she's got an awful lot of energy, though. So you know, she'll take my kids and she'll take them to the park because I can't run around at the park or she'll take them to the trampoline park or she'll take them somewhere, get them out, get them moving. And then I get to relax. And then other days, her daughter will come here and she'll just kind of chill with us and she'll play with my kids and she can relax. You know, one day a week, she makes two din- a double dinner. So and she brings me one so I don't have to cook. And another day during the week, I make a double dinner and I bring her one so she doesn't have to cook. So nobody feels taken advantage of, right? And nobody feels like a charity case, but we're both getting the help that we need. And our kids are getting to be in new places and they're getting to do different things. And my hope is that when we build this community and we take this veil of shame off of what's happening with us and what's happening in our lives and we're not totally perfect, we can meet other people who are going through the same thing and work together like that. So we're not a charity case. We're not charity. We don't want you to just do things for us and we're never going to do anything back, but there can be a good balance. And you know, it can just take the pressure off and then you're going to feel better because you know that people care about you and they care about your family and they want to help you, you know, and if you're single and you don't have kids, you know, then you can find other ways to like trade things back and forth. But, you know, women, we really can reach out and help each other when you know, like somebody's had a baby or somebody's died or, you know, huge things. A lot of times people will bring food, right? That's what we do. We always bring food. Um, my biggest thing always was take my kids, like not take my kids. I love my kids. I want my kids just for a few hours, like get my kids out of my out of the house for a little while, because it's hard for them to see me when I'm having a bad day. First of all, um, I love them. And I want them to be with me all the time. But it's hard. They struggle. You know, I've talked to my older kids about what it was like. And and it's really difficult to watch a parent struggle. So, you know, if somebody asks you, what can they do to help? Then if that's something that you want them to do, don't be shy. Say, you know, can you take the kids for a couple hours? And then think of something that you can do for them too. So you don't feel bad, you know, and then so they'll ask you again, because if somebody's only doing something for you, they might not do it for very long. But if you know, if it's a give and take, then it works better. So 
we are going to build up this huge community of women who can do this for each other. And you are going to be a part of it. And you are not going to be alone. Because you're not alone. There's people around you struggling with a very similar situation. And you just don't know because we're all seeming like we're okay. So I encourage you to share what's really happening. I encourage you to find a safe place, a safe group, a safe friend that you can let them know what's going on. And let's work at taking the shame off of this, getting rid of the guilt, and learning how to live our lives and work together so that we can make it better for everybody. Because you don't have to suffer alone. Your kids don't have to suffer alone. We can do this together. Thanks again for joining me today. And please subscribe so that you can see when the new episodes come out, there's going to be some fantastic women that you're going to want to hear. I want to give a shout out to Nikki Brown, who's done our introduction. And our music is A New Day by Scott Holmes. See you next week.